Welcome to the Alliance Sacred Alchemy podcast. I'm Raspreet Sagu, and I teach you how to manifest in a way that actually works for you and leads you to your soul's path and purpose by creating your own customized manifesting framework without the believe it and achieve it or think positive and vibe high mindset stuff that doesn't really take into account your lived experiences. If you're a conscious creator and ready to live your wildest dreams instead of just fantasizing about them or trying to manifest them, then listen on as I bring spiritual principles to life through grounded experiences and real life situations so you can be in a state of receiving and courageously manifest in and on purpose. Hello and welcome to this episode. Today I want to get right into it and talk about how to approach mindset work and inner work so that it translates into actual tangible results. And maybe not tangible results, but actually results that take you a step forward in the direction that you wish to go in your life, in your desired future. So in this episode, we're going to be focusing on three main things. Number one is the stuff that gets you beyond the surface level stuff and reveals your life purpose so that you can really prime yourself to receive that bigger vision, not just the small stuff. Number two is how you get embodied in the mindset stuff, in all that lovely healing work, the inner work that you may already have done. How do you integrate that in so that you can navigate the challenges that life often throws your way? And number three is how you can allow the spiritual laws of manifesting, like the law of attraction, the law of vibration, magnetism, all that jazz, to do their thing and support you in your manifesting. So you're not using them against yourself, you're not weaponizing them, and you're not bypassing all the things that you really need to be paying attention to just because you're trying to vibe high or fake it till you make it. You can't fake to the universe your energy. The universe reads your energy in real time. And so this is going to help you avoid all of that and actually use that stuff in an integrated, in a healthy and in a sustainable way. So let's get started. One of the things I've noticed is that we're not taught manifesting through the lens of how your internalized systems of control or oppression may interfere with the mindset work and the inner healing that you may have already done. And I want to change this. I want to shift things up and talk about a different way of approaching manifesting, of approaching your mindset work, your healing work, the inner work that you're doing so that it can allow all that beautiful work and that powerful work that you're doing to fully integrate into every aspect of your life and stick and last and be sustainable. Because one of the things that I've noticed certainly with my own journey was there would be times where I would be doing all of this work and I would feel great and things would start shifting for a little bit. And then after a little while, I'd be bumping up against the same old thing over and over again. And that's not to say that once you get this, this is like a quick hack to fix everything and you'll never have any problems again. 
I wish I could give you that magic formula. And I also know that things are always evolving. We are always evolving. And as you evolve as a soul, as a being, as a human on this planet, your desires evolve, your energy evolves, your identity evolves. And then you have a whole other lot of challenges or stickiness to move through and unpack before you get to your next cycle and your next round. So this work, it's a lifelong commitment is what I tell my clients. So if you're not prepared to have that lifelong commitment to yourself, then this is probably not going to be the best podcast for you to listen into. All right. But if you are, this is what we're going to unpack for you today. The whole connection between the internalized systems of control and oppression, what that means for you and how that may show up in your manifesting because there is so much magic that happens when you understand manifesting from this perspective. Trust me, I have seen it over and over again with clients when it really drops and something clicks into place where they understand where they have been operating from certain energies, even though they feel great, even though externally things are good, even though they're doing all the inner work, but there was just something missing. But more on that later. This podcast is going to be explosive. It literally will, if you allow it, transport you into a whole other realm. There is something really special I've got brewing. It's in the pipeline. It's not quite ready, but don't worry. I'm not going to leave you hanging. There will be something that you will take away from this episode. And if you want to do this deeper work, more on that later anyway. All right. So this episode is especially for those of you who are conscious creators of your life, Maybe you identify as a healer, an intuitive empath, a spiritual entrepreneur, a conscious parent, a heart-centered solopreneur, or just a human being who is no longer willing to put your life on hold for the sake of other people. Maybe you've gone too long putting others first, and now it's time for you. It's your time. And this is especially relevant if you're seeking or refining your life purpose and would love to manifest a lifestyle that allows you to fulfill it without worrying about your finances, without worrying about what other people are going to say, what they're going to judge you for, because you may be choosing a different kind of career path than they used to. Maybe you're making different choices than they agree with. Because here's what I know. If you've been drawn to listening to this podcast today and you can relate to any one of those categories I just mentioned, I know that you aren't here to manifest for the sake of manifesting. Yes, you may want to consciously change something in your life, make it better. Maybe it's a particular challenge you keep bumping up against. Maybe you want to call in something new, something bigger and better that deep down you know is possible, even if you've not yet had the evidence of that thing showing up yet, but you're still connected to the desire. For you, I know that it runs deeper. If any of this resonates, I'm willing to bet that you are being called in to make a positive impact. 
Maybe that's a positive impact in your relationship. Maybe it's in your family or in your community. Maybe it's at work. And maybe something bigger globally. And none of these things are better or worse than each other. It's whatever it is for you. And that is the running theme my clients will tell you about. It's bringing yourself back to the equation. It's what's important for you. All right, whatever that vision is for you beyond just the money in the bank account or the perfect soulmate relationship or that dream house or the luxury travel or that lifestyle that you wish to manifest, right? Beyond all of those, that bigger vision that you have. Not that you can't have those other things as well, but I just want you to tune in to that pull. There may be a pull for you to leave this world in a better place than it is today. And maybe you're consciously aware of how you do that and what you will be doing so that that can happen. And maybe you're just at the beginning trying to figure it all out. All right, this is going to be for you. Maybe you've already done a ton of work. You already understand the concepts of manifesting, the mechanics of manifesting, the science of manifesting, right? You're well-versed with the law of attraction, what they teach you in The Secret, Abraham Hicks. Like, you know all of that stuff and you're down with it. But now you're ready to learn a different perspective. You're ready to evolve that learning. You're ready to expand upon everything that you already know and approach things from a different perspective on manifesting that actually brings you into alignment with your unique manifesting process. So let's dive straight in and let me share with you how to turn around the mindset work to support you with creating the change that you've been asking for, the change for yourself and anyone else whose life you wish to touch. First, let's talk about how people can fall into this trap of being distracted with mindset work or the healing work. I also want to talk about something that's very close to my heart and it's something that I've been experimenting with in my own manifesting framework and it's a pattern that I'm seeing So clearly, now that I've gone out, I've experimented, I've gathered the information, I've sampled different things in my own journey of transformation, and I'm seeing this pattern showing up with my clients more and more and more. There's this deeper sense of clarity that I keep receiving, and I want to share that with you. So some of the common patterns that I'm seeing within my clients as they're moving through all the work that we're doing to identify their cultural imprinting, to see where they're operating from, the energy of victimhood or powerlessness, which often leads to shrinking yourself, uh, compromising on what you really desire. Do you recognize yourself in any of that? Have you ever shrunk yourself, made yourself smaller, silenced yourself? just to keep others happy? Or have you ever compromised or settled in your life on what you really desired, right? So that's the energy of victimhood or powerlessness or hopelessness that I'm speaking about here. Versus operating from the energy of empowerment, of curiosity and joy, which leads to an expansion in your energy, 
this new field of possibilities that get activated that you didn't even think to consider for yourself, that you never in your wildest dreams even dared to allow yourself to imagine for yourself. And it leaves yourself feeling energized and motivated even through all the challenges and the unexpected plot twists that life has a way of throwing in your path, right? Now, something you'll probably be familiar with if you've been in my world for a while is me banging on about being embodied in the inner work that you're doing, being empowered and approaching manifesting from an empowered place. But what does that even mean? Like in real life, right? In reality, I mean, I'm sure if you're drawn to this podcast, you've probably already done a lot of the inner work and may even have come across the term embodiment. But what does that really look like in your everyday life? What does embodiment of those healed beliefs or mindset or thought patterns, what does that really look like and how does that show up when you're embodied and you're having an argument with a loved one, or your bank's on the phone telling you that you're going to be charged because you're in overdraft and you don't have any money coming in, or when your kids are yelling and shouting and not doing as you tell them and you're stressed and you've got all this other stuff going on as well, and you cannot deal with another thing to do. Like all of the human real life drama that happens in our lives, what about then? How do you be embodied then? Now, if you're new here, I just want to preface this by saying I'm not anti-mindset or belief work. What I am anti is surface level mindset or belief work. And before we begin on the actual embodiment, let's talk about the reason that all that inner work that you may have been doing may not have been translating into the results that you hoped for right? And also just know that this is not right or wrong. If you've been in this place, like I've been there, done that for a long time, bought the t-shirt, come out the other side, okay? And everyone has to start somewhere. So the purpose of this is not to judge yourself or to criticize yourself, but it's to shine a torch and bring awareness of where you may need to evolve how you're approaching manifesting, okay? The superficial work is the kind of work that happens on an intellectual level, right? As opposed to the level of your body, it happens just at the mind level. And it's what creates this internal push and pull energy, which isn't great for manifesting. And here's why. Because if you bypassed what's going on for you in your physical body, Firstly, you're taking your body out of the equation and manifesting happens because you have a human body that needs things, all right? It's your human part that requires the money, that soulmate relationship, that beautiful comfy bed, the beautiful house, you know, the luxury travel. It's not the soul aspect of you that really needs all that stuff, okay? So if you're taking your body out of the equation, you're already making things harder for yourself, all right? So you create this internal push and pull energy where your mind is telling you one thing, 
but your body and therefore the energy that you are radiating is in conflict with one another. Whereas when you're embodied in the beliefs that you're shifting or the thoughts or the feelings or the emotions, then you're immersed in the belief to a degree that it forms a part of who you are. In other words, it becomes your identity. Like it becomes as easy as breathing, as natural as breathing. It becomes a part of you and it shows up in every area of your life. So you're not just operating from that mindset when you're dealing with your finances because you've worked on your money mindset, but that becomes a part of your identity that then translates into your relationships. It translates in your career. It translates in how you're even speaking to other people, how you're communicating, how you're holding yourself, all right, in every single aspect of your life. Embodied belief work is where your self-perception, that is your self-concept, who you think you are, what you think of yourself, how you experience yourself in relation to everyone else around you or your external environment. It's when you're embodied in the belief, your self-perception has shifted in such a way that no matter what the latest drama that's blowing up in your external environment, you still love yourself so deeply and have so much grace and compassion for yourself in the moment. How many of you can really say that you have this? Or are you more inclined to be harsh with yourself, be self-critical? And if that's true for you, that's okay. That's exactly why we're here. So that you can be aware of these things and start to shift your self-concept, which is going to automatically shift how you approach your mindset and healing work so that it translates into actual tangible results. If you find yourself judging yourself and having thoughts like, oh, I should know better than this. Or maybe I should be more grateful for what I do have. I mean, there are others who are worse off than me. Or I should meditate and get back in the zone. Or I shouldn't complain. It could have been a lot worse. Right? Anything along the tune of that or similar to the tune of I should or I shouldn't. Then... You're judging yourself, you're hating on yourself and unconsciously punishing yourself for not being that perfect version, that well-rounded version of you that you've decided you need to be so that you can go and create that end goal of yours, right? Can you feel that in your body? If you've ever experienced that, if you've ever said anything to the flavor of I should know better than this I should be more grateful I should be doing more of this I should be doing less of this all of those things then just for this moment for the next like 30 seconds or so tune in to when you've said those things when that inner narrative has sprung up in your mind judging yourself for all the things that you should or shouldn't have done and notice how that feels in your body Notice what's happening with your muscles. Do they tense? Do they contract? Do they relax? Do they expand? Do you feel light 
What's your body posture like? Do you slump? Just notice all these tiny little micro shifts that are happening on a physical level. What's happening to your breathing? What's happening to your heart rate? Just bring some conscious awareness as you're thinking about the times where you have been judging yourself with those kinds of thoughts. Now I invite you to just think about a time where you have done the inner work, where you have done the mindset work and the belief work on that particular thing. And you think that, yeah, cool, I've got this. Like, I've got this thing handled, right? But then you're not seeing the results in your reality. And just notice that when you're not seeing the results in your reality, What kind of reactive thoughts are you having about you not seeing the results in your physical reality? Not being able to notice that money showing up in your bank account or the soulmate partner turning up or more harmony in your relationships or that promotion at work or whatever it is for you. When it's not showing up, what is it that you are judging yourself that your mind goes into judgment or criticism over? Because... That's where you'll see the disconnect between the belief work that you may have spent time and energy working on and actually integrating it so you're radiating that energy from every pore because it forms part of who you are and how you show up. And that, my friends, is the part that most folks will skip over. And that's the part that can take a while to build. It's a new way of being. And many of us haven't been taught how to do this, how to do this inner work, how to approach ourselves with no judgment and no criticism. In fact, many of us, I know myself for sure, and especially if you come from the brown community and you happen to be a brown girl, it's usually comparison. And I'm not saying that's mutually exclusive to brown people, But I know that it's something that's very prevalent in the brown culture. This need to compare as a way to motivate, right? So think about all the times that you've been compared to your friends or your members of your family or someone else, could even be someone famous, or you've compared yourself to these people just to keep yourself motivated, just to help you do better yourself, right? And in doing that, what you're learning to do is to judge the hell out of yourself, is to criticize, is to never feel like you're enough, to feel like you're always lacking or you're always lagging behind something or someone else, that you never quite hit the goalpost, that you're never good enough. And then what I see is that people go into years and years sometimes of trying to work on those beliefs and this is where the belief work and the healing and the inner work becomes a distraction because they're skipping over what they should be looking at and exploring and diving deeper into in favor of these distractions right so I will have clients that come up to me and say, I want to work on my self-confidence and my self-esteem. I want to be confident. I want to have the confidence to come out of my spiritual closet. Or I want to really go for it and make this business work. Or I really want to have the confidence 
and be able to articulate to a partner what I really want. So they think they have a lack of confidence issue when really what they have is a warped self-perception because the way that they're seeing themselves through the lens of all these judgments is that they're somehow flawed, they're broken, they need healing, someone else has to come and rescue them. And can you see how the energy of all of that comes from a sense of powerlessness, helplessness, like this damsel in distress, I need to be rescued, right? Now, here's where we start to talk about the internalized systems of oppression or control, right? These are things that if you've been in my world for a while, you'll know that have been going on for generations, right? I'm talking back in way back in your ancestry, you know, the times where especially if you can identify as being a child of an immigrant, think back to where your roots are. Where is your heritage? How did your ancestors end up in the countries that they ended up living in? How have you ended up living in the country that you lived in? Especially if you are not living in your country of quote-unquote origin. I'll use myself as an example. I was born in Kenya I moved to the UK when I was very young and we've been back and forth between the UK and Kenya until I was 16 years old before we settled properly in the UK. So for me, I'm Indian by heritage. I'm from Punjab, back in India by heritage. But I was born in Kenya, so I identify as being Kenyan. And I also have lived for most of my life in the UK, right? So I identify as being British Asian in the UK. And so when you look at how my ancestors, when I was doing this work and I was looking at how did my ancestors end up in Kenya? And you look and you do the research and in my line of work, you connect to your ancestors You have deep healing and psychic conversations and a lot of stuff is revealed to you about what happened, the history. And there was colonization that happened in order for the Indians to move and emigrate to Kenya, to Africa, to East Africa. That is why there is a massive population of Indians that reside in East Africa, all right? I know I have clients from all over the world where they have similar things going on, all right? And so that self-concept and that self-awareness can be colored through the lens of all the traumas, the internalized traumas that your ancestors would have experienced when they were being colonized, when they were being enslaved, when things were happening in their world and just like you inherit physical attributes from your ancestors, the color of your eyes, the color of your hair, your skin color, like all the physical attributes, you also inherit the spiritual attributes as well. Okay, so any traumas that they didn't complete, anything that was there in the energy field That's the spiritual 
trauma or the spiritual energy that you inherit from your ancestral line. And when you're operating from those energies, it can show up in your manifesting. Despite however much belief work that you do, despite how many times you recite your positive affirmations, despite how intricately detailed and beautiful your vision board is, despite all of that, it may be showing up. And then there's this intersection of a crossover between the reality of what's happening. You have the privilege of what's going on or the oppression on the other side of it when you're not as privileged, right? We each have this privilege. You can have skinny privilege. You can have white privilege. You can be an Indian and have the privilege of fair skin, right? These are things that if you have that thing, it puts you closer to the top of the hierarchy. So, for example, in the brown culture, they have this thing where the more Eurocentric your features are, the more you're deemed to be beautiful, Right, so if you have a straight nose, a small nose, if you have fair complexion, if you have light eyes and light colored hair, that gives you the privilege of being beautiful, of being revered because you're like, wow, this beautiful being. And if you're dark, you have dark features, you have more rounded or bulbous noses, maybe you're from a quote-unquote, lower class, you know, all of these things, they will affect your self-concept. And once your self-concept is affected, it can be something that we can normalize. And it's like, oh yeah, it's just the way it is. No, that's just the way it is. So you can be doing all the mindset work that you want, but internally, there's that push and pull, this conflicting energy where You don't really believe that you're worthy. You don't feel safe to take up space, to be noticed. And so it's not a confidence issue that you have. It's an internalized control, oppression, stroke, privilege issue that you have. And this is what I dive and we unpack deeply in my Translate community. Because this is deep work, guys. Like I said, this is not surface level stuff anymore this is this goes way beyond mindset alone right i want to share this pattern that i have been noticing with my clients where they're going into that self destructive self flagellation energy of i should have i needed to i didn't do this thing i shouldn't have done that thing so when i see clients that are stuck in something that they don't want to be in. So that could be maybe they're stuck in their parents' homes when they really want to move out, or they're stuck in a relationship which is not good for them, but they they can't seem to leave. Or they're stuck in a job that they hate, but they feel like they can't leave that job for whatever reason, all right? We won't go into reasons, but that's where they're at. And if you have ever been in this position before, then please lean in and listen to this because it's super important that you understand this. 
It's going to help you not to judge and criticize yourself. It's going to help you to have so much more kindness and compassion with yourself. All right. So pay attention to this. Write notes if you need to. One of the things, the pattern interrupts that I will use in conversations like this was, but is it because you really weren't courageous enough to leave? Was it really that you should have done better because you knew better and you knew that it wasn't going to be good for you and you still stayed? Like, was it really that or was it that you were aware that you didn't have the privilege and it's nothing to do with courage? It's nothing to do with confidence. It's nothing to do with being brave and just taking the leap of faith. It's nothing to do with a negative mindset or being negative. But it's about being real. It's about knowing that maybe you don't have the privilege of a supportive family who's going to have your back if you chose to leave that relationship. Maybe that is the reality. Maybe it's that you don't have the privilege of the financial wealth and status to be able to support yourself. And maybe if you have kids, your kids as well. And that's the reason why you stuck it out. And it was nothing to do with you being a weak person or being negative or not manifesting better. And yeah. Maybe you did make a choice. And yeah, maybe it wasn't the correct choice for you. Notice how I'm using the word correct and not right or wrong. Right or wrong requires you to judge yourself and to judge the situation. Correct is more that it's in alignment with you, your soul's essence, your soul's path. And others may or may not understand that and that's irrelevant. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong, there may be times where the universe requires you to take that leap of faith, even though you don't have that safety net that you really would rather have. All right. This happened to me when I was working as a pharmacist. I had a really good career, the top of where I could be within my career, earning a good income, respect within the community and my family, like everything was going good. Right. And I could have stayed in that career and I wouldn't have been thrilled, but it wasn't too bad either. And been earning the money and I could have done that for the rest of my working life and led a pretty decent life. But I knew that there was something bigger and better, that I was destined for so much more than just what I was doing as a pharmacist. I knew at that point that I was complete with pharmacy and entering into a new phase of my journey. And so I took the leap of faith, even though I knew that I didn't have those safety nets. I didn't have the privilege of rich parents to back me up if everything failed. I didn't have the privilege of a business education to be building my own business because I'd always been employed by someone else. So being self-employed, it was a brand new thing to me back then. I didn't have a lot of the privileges that a lot of people who run successful businesses already have. 
And yet I still made that decision because it was an intuitive one. I did have resistance with the people around me, judgments, criticisms, you name it, like I had it all. And I was true to myself. And I've never looked back. Now, I'm not saying that you go off and you do the same thing as I did. It may not be correct for you. I'm just illustrating a point here that there is a subtle difference. Because in that instance, yes, there is fear. I was afraid. I was afraid that it may go belly up and I would be the laughing stock where people would be saying, I told you so. Like I had all of that. I had the narrative going on in my head saying, you're not good enough. You don't know anything about business. How are you going to do your accounts? You know, how are you going to make money? What if it doesn't work? Like I had all of those things going on. Now that is where the mindset work can be helpful. Because the difference is that I was not operating from the internalized oppression and that piece. Maybe I was, if I reflect to that right now, actually just thinking out loud now. Yeah, there was a little bit of that energy, which I hadn't addressed. And I know that now I didn't know that back then. And yet I made it work. Because here I am. I've manifested the lifestyle that I dreamt of having back then. I manifested the autonomy. I manifested the quality time that I wish to spend with my young family. I manifested the freedom to do what I want in my business, to not have to ask for annual leave and just wake up one day, decide I want to be on holiday and that's it. I'm my own boss. I can do whatever the hell I like and when I like to do it. Like I have manifested all of that. But there is a difference between when you are untangling yourself from the internalized oppression and the systems of control. Because when I did take that leap of faith at the time, I opened up a baby swimming franchise. And that's what I was running. I was running a franchise before I got into Divine Sacred Soul. And that is where the whole internalized systems of control really start to get louder for me. I didn't know what they were at the time. I didn't even know that there was a name for it. I didn't even know that there was such a thing. But in my unique energetic signature, I know that I am all about going out, sampling things, experimenting and cherry picking everything from all different types of areas. So I've done coaching, healing, what the work that I've done in pharmacy. Nothing goes to waste, guys. Anything you've ever done in your life, it, it is absolutely meant to equip you for where you're going in the future, for what you're supposed to be doing while you're here on this planet. And that's why I talk a lot about manifesting in and on purpose, not just manifesting for the sake of manifesting, not just manifesting because that's the trendy thing to do to have a seven figure business and all of that. Maybe that's not for you, the seven figure business. Maybe all you require is the freedom to do what you want with your family and when you want to do it and the finances to support that. And that might not be a seven figure business for you. That might be employment and just not having the hassle of running your own business just turning up and supporting someone else with their dream, but you're getting paid for it as well. 
So let's just summarize how to approach manifesting and mindset work so it translates into actual results that you want to see in your life. Number one is to have the discernment between when you're functioning from the internalized systems of control and oppression, when you're operating from privilege or lack of privilege, versus a story, a narrative that your mind is creating based on evidence that it's collected from your lived experiences. This is what gets you beyond the surface level stuff and it starts to really reveal your life purpose. It starts to give you such clarity on what that is, who are the people that can support you, and really primes you to actualize your bigger vision. You know, that bigger vision that's going to make the impact that you were born to make. And number two is to shift your self-perception your self-concept, what you think about yourself, how you think about yourself, by not fixating on what still needs to be healed or fixed. Because let's get real, that'll never end. There's always going to be something. There's always going to be a deeper layer. There's always going to be something that happens in your life that triggers something for you and brings things up. So it's less about fixating on, oh my God, I really need to still fix this or heal this thing. And actually start to love yourself in real time, even when you're a hot mess. And I know that this can seem like, oh my God, but I already love myself. How can I not love myself? But this is like true. Can you love yourself enough to do the brave thing that you really want to do? Can you love yourself enough to express boundaries at the people who keep taking advantage of you? Do you love yourself enough to vocalize what you desire and not compromise on that, even though it ruffles the feathers of the people around you. That's the kind of self-love that I'm talking about. When you achieve this, then you're embodied in the mindset stuff and you're going to be able to navigate the challenges that life throws at you. Number three is integrating the mindset work into your identity. So that the energy of all that inner work that you've been doing can radiate out and do all the heavy lifting for you in your manifesting. This is where you allow the spiritual laws of manifesting, like the law of attraction, the law of vibration, the law of magnetism, all of those things to do their thing and bring forth your desire from thought form into physical reality. And the thing that all three of these require are new habits, new levels of self-awareness, and the willingness and commitment to continue long after you've manifested your said desires. Okay, it requires you to love yourself in the mess, in your victimhood, in your brilliance, and everything in between. Okay, that's what's going to get you the lasting results that stick. And guess what? This isn't a one-size-fits-all thing, right? There's no one magic formula or one way to do this. What you need for this level of integration and embodiment is going to be exclusive to you. And my advice, if you want to start actualizing your vision and manifesting in and on purpose, stop 
trying to be generic and follow others and find your unique style of doing the inner work, which fits into your current life. All right, because that's going to be far more sustainable than trying to do something just because you have to do it. And it doesn't actually work out for you because you don't really have the time and space in your diary. Or maybe you're not a morning person. So you don't love waking up at four o'clock in the morning to meditate or do your journaling or whatever else. Okay, that's not going to be a sustainable way of you doing things. So I'm all for belief and mindset work as long as it's embodied. So it can actually show up in your reality as your dreams actualizing and not just in your head where you're fantasizing about that dream. So there it is, folks. That is how you can change your approach to manifesting and mindset. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you'd like to review your process or make some adjustments, or if you want to find out more about the deeper work of the internalized systems, there are two ways you can dive deeper into this. Number one is liberate which is a masterclass that I did, which goes deep into the internalized systems of oppression and how they impact your manifesting framework so that you can take that all into account and make adjustments and or allowances in the inner work and the healing that you're doing so it sticks and actually translates into the results you're hoping to see. So that's one way. And if you're ready for deeper support around this, then I invite you to join my Translate community. It's where I teach you how to build your own manifesting framework and you get monthly coaching and ongoing support, tools, resources, and a lot more magic to help you to customize your manifesting framework to you, your life, your desires, your energetic signature, your vision and life purpose, and your personal manifesting style and rhythms. So the two things I will leave and I will link in the show notes below. Go and have a look at them if you feel called and I hope to see you in one of the two things soon. Until next time, happy creating!